1: Welcome back. Friday, February 16th, 2.024. am Seth Leibson. Mr. Bill, good to see you. Teresa, good to see you. David Dahl, good to see you. I'm going to talk about the uh, Trump civil trial verdict in just a moment, but just to stay a bit further with what I thought the story today would be in re-Fannie Willis. A few weeks ago, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, who is prosecuting Donald Trump for election interference and was discovered to be having an inappropriate relationship with her hired outside counsel, that might also raise issues of financially inappropriateness, went to a um, prominent and well-known historic African-American church to protest the criticism against her for those things. And among other things, she said, quote, they only attacked one. First thing they say, oh, she's going to play the race card now, but no, God. Isn't it them that's playing the race card when they only question one? Close quote. It was an interesting rhetorical trick of Miss Willis's. She summoned up that biblical parable of the 99 sheep and the one who wandered off, bringing to herself, arrogating to herself, special favor because she did wrong and put herself in the space or place not only of one of the wandering sheep, or the one wandering sheep, but the shepherd as well. All while indeed using her race as a defense from the criticism. Now, I'm always diffident to speak much on biblical lessons, but I'm not sure you can be the sheep and the shepherd at the same time, and accuse others for being racist while at it. What those among us who have not left our common sense at the door of the church or the Athenium know is this. I'm accused because I did wrong and I am a minority, does not shield you from the first part because of the second. Race is not an excuse for contumacy. The second thing we know is the racism invoked by Miss Willis is cheap. Cheap because it's fool's gold, fool's gold because everyone knows this is not about race and everyone knows this is not the 1950s when it might possibly have been so. But still, even if it was the 1950s, there is that regnant fact. She acted inappropriately, at best. Young David, you have the right song to go out of this segment with in due course, right? For what it's worth, a data point about this not being the 1950s. Fulton County is an evenly split county by race, about as many as whites as African-Americans. And yet there sits an elected African-American woman. That's how, for one reason. You know, this isn't 1950s Fulton County, Georgia. Now, today, after her grilling yesterday in the very court she is used to being the prosecutor in, comes the story in the New York Times headline, quote, Why the case against Fannie Willis feels familiar to black women. Subtitle, in interviews, professional women were dismayed by the personal attacks on the Georgia prosecutor, but not surprised, close quote. I don't know why they're personal attacks. They're attacks about things, they're criticisms of things that she did in her professional line of work. Here's the key sentence in that story, though. Quote, they feel that black women are held to a different standard, close quote. That should sting, because we really want to ask, or is it exactly the opposite of holding black women to a different standard? Despite Fannie Willis being a woman or a racial minority, she is being held to the exact same standard as everyone else and to excuse her behavior would be to subject her to a different standard. Isn't that what screams from the rooftops here? Treatment of someone should not be extra harsh harsh or extra special due to prejudice. So the New York Times, like Fannie Willis, like the women interviewed in the Times article, are not asking for a standard. They are asking for a separate standard, one that excuses Fannie Willis. They are asking for a double standard or a multiple of standards. They are. Not us. Them. Not one, but 99. And that is not the point of justice. Perhaps it's another part of the Bible Willis and her friends should be looking at. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality. Judge fairly, if I'm quoting Deuteronomy correctly. The original Lady Justice from ancient Rome did not have a blindfold. It was added centuries later as an improvement so as to be blind to preferential or deferential or different treatment for different people based on any other category than what they did right or wrong, with a singular standard based on behavior. It appears Fannie Willis wants to turn the clock back, which is reactionary, not an advancement toward justice. As Robbie Robertson might advise, Pull up to Nazareth and take a load off, Fanny. You're putting an awful lot of weight, shall we say, on those scales of justice you are charged to keep in the balance. In separate news, since this is a leap year and a few oddities will inhere with it, I should like to read verbatim from NBC News. President Joe Biden lashed out at Robert Herr last week over one particular line in the special counsel's report on his handling of classified documents that Biden, quote, did not remember even within several years when his son, Bo, died, close quote. How in the hell dare he raise that, Biden screamed in an impromptu White House press conference. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business, he said. But HER never asked that question, according to two people familiar with HER's five-hour interview with the President over two days last October. It was the President, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death, they said. Biden raised his son's death after being asked about his workflow at a Virginia rental home from 2016 to 2018, the sources said, when a ghostwriter was helping him write a memoir about losing to brain cancer in 2015. Investigators had a 2017 recording showing that Biden had told the ghostwriter he had found classified stuff in that home, the report says. Biden began trying to recall that period by discussing what else was happening in his life, and it was at that point in the interview he appeared confused about when Bo died, the sources said. Biden got the date, May 30th, correct, but not the year. In other words, Biden, again, using Bo to defend himself. Hersh's 345-page report absolved Biden of criminal wrongdoing while pointing to evidence that he took home and kept highly classified material. Still reading from NBC. Even though Biden was found to have disclosed classified information to the ghostwriter on three occasions, prosecutors concluded they could not prove that the president knew it was classified information at the time. Fiery criticism of the report from Biden supporters, though, has focused on Hersh's characterization of the president's memory. They say that report was filled with gratuitous details about Biden's memory issues, including that the president misremembered the year Bo died. They have also seized on Biden's statement that the special counsel asked him about the date of Bo's death. Why in the hell are you asking that question? Former Attorney General Eric Holder, a Democrat, said on MSNBC, suggesting that her was a rube, perhaps, who had shaded what he put in the report. What does it have to do with the retention of classified documents? First Lady Jill Biden questioned in a fundraising letter whether her was using her son's death to score political points, her son's death. Well, how in the H dare he raise that? How in the H do you keep exploiting your son's death, he being Joe Biden, lying about it, sorry, forgetting about it, the circumstances of it, while you allow your wife And the DNC to send out fundraising emails on the lie, which is a compounded fracture of truth, because when you read those fundraising emails from Jill Biden under her signature, the only reference she makes to the her report about raising the issue of cognition and memory is about Bo. Elided is the part about you not knowing when you were vice president or who your allies were in the Afghanistan debate. So the first lady takes the one thing that actually isn't true as you and she and your defenders cast and pitched it, Mr. President. And she buries the parts that are not only true, but the most damning. Now maybe the H word can be used with all the moral superiority Superiority that obtains within it now, because again, it is the Bidens who lied about the report and who then decided to pull at the heartstrings over that lie to fundraise. Yes, per Fannie and the weight of justice. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. You are right, Mister Bill. That is the correct number. I <laughs> I had a Biden moment yesterday. I gave uh, that's going to be a new phrase, isn't it? That is going to be a new phrase. It's not going to be a senior moment anymore. It's going to be a Biden moment. <laughs>
2: We'll make it happen here. Yes, we start here. We'll start it.
1: I'll add it to Twix. Just like Twix, And running out of names and other things. What was the phrase I, the thought, the line of thinking I had earlier in the week? Fundamental transformation is to revolution what democratic socialism is to socialism. It's just a euphemism for the thing they don't want you to think is so bad when it's worse than they know. Yes, Craig, come on in. Um, Donald Trump, of course, uh, has been held responsible in the civil uh, fraud suit. Please come in, sir. Uh, Manhattan judge Arthur N. ordered Donald Trump and his companies to pay $355 million in penalties in a Friday ruling, and uh, that would be today, and placed severe restrictions on the real estate mogul's family ability to do business in new york that is to say trump and his two sons donald and eric each must pay 4 million dollars as part of the ruling the trump organization is banned from taking loans in new york for the next 3 years this is an incredible thing that they are doing here this is an this is this is a, provoca- a provocation first of all in our politics that we don't need right now it is uh, going to be appealed. I hope it is done rapidly and quickly so that we don't have to talk about it within the next over the next course of the several weeks. But it is a miscarriage of the use of law where no one was harmed and where the prosecutor, the elected prosecutor, Letitia James, campaigned saying, and I wrote this down, she will be suing him defending your rights. What rights? Please name me one right that Donald Trump violated of yours or anyone within listening distance or anyone who hates Trump or loves Democrats, name one right during Trump's presidency of yours that was abridged or needed defending from this prosecutor in New York. Name one. Name me a right he violated. If anything, First Amendment rights were more expansive under Donald Trump when you think about all the criticism he received and all the heightened language That was used to do it. Fascist, Nazi, Hitler, worse than Hitler. If anything, the First Amendment was expanded under Donald Trump. As opposed to under Joe Biden where it was actually constricted, with efforts to constrict other rights like the Second Amendment and certainly the Fourth Amendment and certainly the Fifth Amendment. We are living in George Orwell's time, folks, and I will talk to you more about all that. We have a passerby, Craig Matt It's good to see you, man. What brings you to the studio today?
0: Well, I just came by to say hello to you.
2: Hi, Craig.
1: Wish hey, you a happy, hey, David. Happy Washington's birthday weekend. Yes. You going to do anything with the weekend? No.
0: You have a new member of the family? Congratulations.
1: I do. Tell us about your new member of the family.
0: She's uh in the in my son one of my sons lives in Nebraska and he just had his second child yesterday, Prescott. Um What a cool name. Prescott Emmy Maggie. So excited for that. She is healthy. Um Nine pounds, ten ounces. So wow. a big, uh, a, big a, yeah. <laughs> a big one. That's a yeah. Big one. So uh, excited to go to go see her Good. in a few months. Good. Yeah. Are you gonna have a cigar to celebrate?
3: <laughs> I just did
1: <laughs> what do you think Oops. made me ask you yeah. that
3: yeah.
1: well yeah. good well congrats please send and an extend from the larger family of the Seth Leapson show our best to your Absolutely. family Absolutely. and uh, have a great weekend thank you. if I don't see you before then will do thank Thanks you for buddy. stopping by I always love it when you do it's always nice to see you you are the Craig to remind the audience that brought me balloons That's right. because I complained that you never stop by anymore and instead of singing you a Neil Diamond song like You Don't Bring Me Flowers, you just, you just preempted that assault on the audience's ears and brought me balloons.
2: There you go. Thank you, Craig. You're welcome.
1: Why are you laughing, young David?
2: I'm laughing with you, not at you.
1: You're, you're, you're getting ready to get out of town here too, right? I am. All right. I am, yeah. I, tell, uh, I'll get to Rick in a moment. Um, don't go away, Rick. So a Biden moment. Did I ever explain what the Biden moment was that I had? Oh, yeah, the Biden moment that I had, a replic- I'm re-replicating I'm re- 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 it. The Biden moment I had was I was giving out the wrong phone number to people. And I said to you, Bill, what is our phone number? And you said 602 508 And I said, no, it's 580. And you said, all I can tell you is for the last 10 years of listening to you, you've been saying five 50- zero. Hey, and then I forgot the code to get into the front office. Has that ever happened to you, Bill? Never once. It's, it's happened to me twice. It's happened to me twice. What's the uh, Martina McBride song we play? Uh, Hearts not ready for the rocking chair. I think my mind's not ready. But boy,
2: that was that was concerning.
1: I forgot. Young David, have you ever forgotten the code to get into the office? <laughs> okay, I'm all um, alone here. I'm all maybe, alone here. I was
2: interning here. I don't know.
1: I'm all alone here. But Joe Biden had another Biden moment today. Another Biden. It happens to him. It's so weird. These things happen to Joe Biden when he's trying to strut and come off and project strength. That faux strength. You know, when he gets his voice up and not when he whispers, by the way, does not happen when it, it happens when he when he flashes his anger and use words uses words like hell and damn and that sort of thing. I apologize to the audience for using those words. I think we're okay to use them. I don't mean to, but that's what Joe Biden does a lot. Whenever he goes after Trump or sounds tries to sound stronger than this than he is, this is when it happens. And it happened today, again. Today. Today just as it happened. Last week when he was trying to tell everyone his memory's just fine and he was getting angry about that. And then he confuses Mexico and Egypt. In a war about a third place, not involving Mexico, arguably
0: maybe Egypt. Um, Listen to what happened today. He said if an ally did not pay their dues, he'd encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. I guess I should (laughs) clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear.
1: How embarrassing was that? And I didn't extend any of the pause time or anything like that. It was just he froze again and then said, I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. How much longer can this go on? I mean, we're a strong country, but how much longer can this go on? How strong are our support beams for this? How strong can the people around him continue to carry the lie that he is sharp and focused when we don't see him? As John Stewart said, show us that film. You cannot show us that film. They cannot show us that film. They cannot show us that film because that film doesn't exist. That film doesn't exist because he is not sharp, focused, and in control. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. God, I love that. Mexico by Jimmy Buffett. It's wonderful. Coming to you from the uh, 960 Patriot Broadcast Studios, brought to you by the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group, your trusted source for precious metals. We'll revisit this next week, Mr. Bill, the list, thank you for starting it, of us running out of names, Dermot Mulroney and Dylan McDermott, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon, Mike Gallagher, Salem host, Mike Gallagher, congressman. Tom Holland, Tom Hollander, Steve Miller, Stephen Miller. Um, we have others. There's a Seth Liebsten out there in the world without an H. That's as close as, I mean, the idea that there's another Leibson out there, much less Seth, but without the H. Speaking of Mike Gallagher, we're doing a great event, 960thepatriot.com is where you can get your tickets and learn all about it, Fighting for Freedom. We're bringing Mike Gallagher, the radio host, out here with Brandon Tatum and myself, Arizona Christian University, 960thepatriot.com. We do a giveaway every week, a pair of tickets, um, and we'll announce that winner uh, probably, what, in our second or third hour today? Third, maybe?
2: That when is you- up to you. Or I serve at the pleasure of the president. You
1: do not. That is such a lie. You undermine me at every turn you possibly can. You truth. are contumacious. You are refractory. You are impertinent. And there's something else you are, too. I can't remember. I'm having a Biden moment.
2: A Biden moment. Yeah. Let's start that.
1: All right. Let's go to Rick. Hi, Rick. Hi, Rick.
3: Hey, Seth. Hi. Hey, uh, have you added David Dahl to your list of names? Well, no. You know, I I looked his name up one time, and there's about a jillion David Dahls on, according to Google. I am writing it down. (laughs) I am writing
1: it down. David Dahl. (laughs) Truth be
2: told, when I look myself up on the Internet, there is a very famous almond farmer with my exact spelling.
1: Oh really? Yes. In California?
2: I think California. That's where most almonds. Do you know
1: how from, right? much water it takes to grow almonds? Do you know?
2: You're starting to sound like an environmentalist. No,
1: it's an um, it's an amazing, it's an incredible amount of water. Someone the other day said maybe we should go after big almond.
3: Go ahead, Rick. Sorry, thank well, you, you. You remember Tom Selleck got in trouble for uh, watering Diver- his almond? Yeah.
1: Was it almonds? I, I know it was a diversion of water. Was it for his almond ranch? <laughs> what I, was it? Well, I it was think, something. I think like so. That. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah in the Thousand like Oaks that, area so. or something. Yeah.
3: Okay, you got yes, me off track, brother.
1: Yep. <laughs> there is no such thing. It's all our soil.
3: I know. I just I just called in with a quick. Plus, it's Fun Friday a little bit.
1: It's a heavy news Uh, day, but we try and have a little fun
3: on (laughs) Friday. Go ahead. I called in with a quick drive-by comment that was inspired by several points that you made in your first half hour. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, my comment is, I was watching The Wizard of Oz, and I thought to myself, how in the world could anybody speak with no brain? And then I remembered Joe Biden and his supporters.
1: Should we call him the Scarecrow?
3: Apparently so. Except for
1: the—yeah, well, I mean, uh, but—well, it's weird, because at the end of the day, the scarecrow learns he has a brain, right?
3: Right, right. right. And and I don't think there's any hope of that happening with the president. Well, he's not going to be getting better.
1: He's not going to get—that is such a powerful— Book and movie. It is so, the the book is more powerful. The dialogue where the wizard, you know, is revealed uh, for being, you know, um, uh, 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 here's a our farce. word for that. Here, yeah, here's our word for today: a thaumaturgist. A thaumaturgist. The wizard Uh-oh. is revealed for being a thaumaturgist. Um, yes, a farce. Thank you, Rick. Um, yes, th- it's so powerful when he discusses. The importance of a brain and a heart, and how these figures have it. It's and courage. It's, it's and yeah. yes, and of course, courage for the lion. The yeah. heart thing he does, the dialogue with the heart and the tin man. Um, I love the line where Dorothy says to him, uh, It turns out you're a very bad man. And he goes, No, I'm actually a very good man. I'm just a very bad wizard.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're I don't. Right. I don't think you're... Joe Biden is a good man or a good president.
3: I'm afraid not. And with the people supporting, I say supporting, maybe enabling is the right word. Yes, sir. Like like, Doctor Jill Biden. Yeah. You know, I don't. You're right. I don't think he's going to get any better.
1: No. Well, I, 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 I you just don't. You just yeah. don't. Yeah. I think there's hope for me in misremembering our phone number here. Yes. Yes. I, I think. think so. I think I'm at the age. That I don't. What did Zooty Jasser say the other day? He said we are turning the White House into a memory care center. That's <laughs> wow. Do- yeah, yeah. That's a good. It's a good line. Let's run with it.
3: Good line. Yeah. All right, all right, boss. All right. Thanks for taking my call. You Have a betcha. great weekend, Seth. God, God bless. bless you too. Thank you, sir.
1: I'm Seth Liebson. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero. Be right back. Friends, the folks at Midas Gold Group had told me the U.S. government and the Fed will have no choice but to eventually steer interest rates lower, because if they don't, the current level of interest rates will bankrupt the nation. There's no telling when the dam will break, but when it does, Midas wants to make sure you have flood insurance, in this case, gold. Call Midas Gold Group now. Look into the opportunities gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call 480-360-3000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Midas Gold Group is the nation's number one veteran old gold-owned gold IRA firm. Protect your assets. Call 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Midas Gold Group, always faithful. MidasGoldGroup.com. They were here the other day. Did I miss them? Did you see them? Yes, I I bet. They're great guys, aren't they?
2: Yes, I met one of them. Yeah. He he was here earlier uh, two days ago, I want to say. Yeah. He had great praises to say about you. Oh, did he? Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. And he he even knew who I was. Aw. He listens enough to know who I was. I love that.
1: I love hearing that. That's a funny construction you used. He had great things to say about me. He knew who you were. (laughs) We'll just go with that for now. Oh, yeah. Bill's nodding. Yeah. Okay. He had great things to say about me. He knew who you were.
2: He was aware of me. He was
1: aware (laughs) that you exist. He was aware that I exist, yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But you on the other hand. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. We do have a little bit lighter time on Fridays, but it's hard. Uh, They make it hard on us, you know? The left ruins everything it touches, Dennis Prager says, even Fridays.
2: Even the presidency.
1: Even the presidency.
2: I was bringing this up with you in the break two segments ago. Go. But I wasn't listening. I really was.
1: You weren't listening to me when I speak. (laughs) (laughs) This relationship is I'm the TX and you're the RX. I'm the prescription. No, the receiver in radio terminology. TX means transmit. RX means receive. Am I the only one that knows this? I guess. Okay. Go on, (laughs) young David. Go on.
2: In Biden's reduced cognitive state, I really, really, really— do not like how much he has been swearing, representing it's the more. United States. Right? No, it's more on yeah. our national stage. You remember there was that big moment a couple of years ago when they passed health care, mm-hmm. and he said it was a big bleep mm-hmm, deal. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It was. Caught I do. on The microphone. I do. All the news. And didn't Barack like, Obama
1: tell him to cool it at a microphone too once when he was his vice president? Yeah, he said, "Cool it a little bit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No,
2: but uh, you know, all the news media was like, "Oh, that he's so cool." Joe mm-hmm. Biden, he wears sunglasses and he right. swears. Right, yeah.
1: drives a Corvette.
2: And now, do you think goodness, he could get a driver's license? That's a great question. I don't
1: think he could pass a red flag law, so he couldn't have a gun. I don't think he could pass a driving exam. But now, do nuclear codes? Okay, go on, David. Sorry.
2: Did you know? You probably already know this, but the office of the president is something I respect greatly. Sure. Even Reagan and his personal diaries wouldn't even spell out some of these swear words that you can uh, yeah. say on it's air. It's a different time, wasn't it? I, will, yeah. I, I don't want to say, but you can say them on air, and they're not that bad, and they're the ones that Biden says I, on a regular I day-to-day basis. I probably basis. said a
1: few, yeah. I know Yeah, I you have. probably already said a few yeah. th- today, yeah. you know. I need to do better on it. My friend <laughs> Ann was pointing this out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We were having— you a potty mouth? She, she and her husband and I were having dinner, and I guess she they got me wound up on some topic. She said, do you always swear? I said, you know, I'm glad you said something. I, it's not good. I need, It deserves to be real dinner.
2: But I just – it bothers me greatly that – To my credit, I will say years, having known
1: her as well as I have for so long, it was only years, recently she said. Two
2: hundred and forty-odd years. Yes. The presidents of our country – Did not swear. Or if they did, they did it behind closed doors with their friends. But when they were representing the United States from an official podium, they did not swear. Of course, we had the the famous Nixon redactions. He was known for having a a loose cannon with his mouth when he uh, had imbibed a bit.
0: David,
1: when those tapes came out, that's really what spelled a big part of the doom for Richard Nixon. When they heard that mouth of his, that really, that was a cratering of his public support. Because they were redacted yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to see all that, it was, it was, that was not the Nixon of Middle America they thought. But they it were.
2: wasn't the president that you saw from the podium right. exactly. Right. And Biden is just bringing it to the podium, and it seems to be singularly Biden, mm-hmm. as I was saying. Reagan wouldn't even write the words, much less say them, mm-hmm. if he was recording what. Uh, Colleague of his said in a meeting in the Oval Office, he wouldn't even spell out the word in his journal because he felt that strongly about it.
1: Wasn't it said he never took his jacket off in the Oval Office?
2: That's also true because he respected the office. Yeah.
1: Kind of different than what Bill Clinton did with it, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But – and it seems to be singularly revolving around Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Yeah. That we have – swearing and philandering of the office if you will
1: i was talking to someone the other day who um was blessed with the newborn child uh their their child was so they became a grandparent not craig someone else and uh just born and they're you know working on the name and they said they wanted to go with joseph but they think it's tainted now they think it's tainted now isn't it sad? Think of how sad it is, a commentary, that the name of a president represents a taint rather than a beauty. What?
2: Oh, come on. There's plenty of Joes that you could name your your son after. It doesn't have to be Joe Biden. There's there's Joe Friday. DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Joe Camel. Joe Mama.
1: Yeah. Joseph the original. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. go t- of many m- colors. It's funny we can't do that
1: many Josephs who are famous, though. You got one? Yeah.
2: Joe McCarthy.
1: Joe McCarthy. Joe Montana. Yeah. There's not a lot, though. I mean, really, for a common name. It's probably one of the most common names. It's saddening, though. Wasn't this an Adam Carolla thing? Names that you would think there'd be more famous people. I forget who he did that with. but Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh For any transceiver, Rx is the receive frequency and Tx is the transmit frequency, according to RadioReference.com. Radio communication known as RT, radio telephony, uses a Tx radio transmitter to send out radio waves of a certain frequency and an Rx radio receiver to receive the radio waves at the same frequency. Can you write that down? So when I say I'm Txing, you should be Rxing. We understand that this is not about a State of the Union, and a prescription. You know who would know that is uh, our engineering team that was here earlier today. They would have known that, Richard and those guys. Mm-hmm. I bet Scooter knows it. Scooter probably knows it. All right. Um, let, me, um, let me say one other thing about the um, Fannie Willis testimony yesterday. I think it's important you know what? In a sense, it's going to be more permanent. What was, what was What is represented by the Fannie Willis situation is going to be more durable, more of a durable and more of a permanent thing than this New York judgment today. Um, it just will be. Trust me, and I'll tell you why when we come right back. Portions of this show will come in again, like the Spanish Inquisition. Portions of the show are brought to you by our good friends at Y-Refi. They have a secure, an investment in a secure and collateralized portfolio where you are in control. You turn your income on or off. You compound it, whatever you like. There are absolutely no fees. And think of this peace of mind. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back. With Y-Refi, you can earn up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return, and it's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. That's right, a fixed rate of of return up to ten and a quarter percent Check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, or call them at 888-YREFI24, 888-YREFI24. Why I think the Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis story, is going to be more durable than this miscarriage that took place in New York today. Miscarriage is uh, an understatement. Abomination is closer to it. Um... Because it involves non-abstruse legal meanderings in a sphere of business law that can be very complicated. In fact, in, Fulton DA, in the Fulton DA case, it's about race and it's about abuse of power for political ends— New York, one could say the same thing, but the judge, the prosecutors, they're not defending themselves with the race card. And the thing with Fannie Willis and the way she's trying to defend herself, that we're coming after her because of her race, is the same thing that Ilan Omar does. It's the same thing that Rashida Tlaib does. It's the same thing that Kamala Harris does. You cannot criticize them. Because they deserve a shield of immunity, an inoculation of criticism immunity because they are minorities. Um, Our friend, um, our friend uh, Mr. Steele, Eli Steele, said, If you allow me to use my race as a social currency that gives me a boost into the power seat, then why are you shocked that I would grab the power of race once again? As you try to remove me from the power seat, you made me, America. He said that's what effectively Fannie Willis is saying. It's what effectively is the story with Kamala Harris. She gets to her job promoting what a great role model for racial minorities and women. So by dint of the fact that she's getting the job because of her racial minority and female status, that's what makes her great. Then it turns out she's awful and terrible. What's responsible for that? I ask you. I'll give you Eli Steele again. If you allow me to use my race as a social currency that gives me a boost into the power seat, then why are you shocked that I would grab the power of race once again as you try to remove me from the power seat? You made me, America.
0: You bet. We'll be right back.